hey just a just a quick thing real quick before this episode starts uh my audio quality is not as crisp as it usually is now you could say oh robert was just really dumb and didn't check the input settings and so it, it recorded his apple headphones instead of his microphone but i actually think it might have been something else because a lot of strange unexpected maybe even spooky things happened in this episode uh what are they you'll have to listen to find out but just know i might be sounding a little muffled and it definitely isn't my fault so let's get into this and i definitely want a foot chase where he falls asleep because i think we both think that's just hilarious the idea of him like jumping a fence and then mid jump just falling asleep and hitting the ground so hard Uh that's so funny that's comedy genius I'm Robert Therrell. I'm Chase Bridges. And we both want to be screenwriters. So listen along as we find out how. Each week we'll outline a new short film. And maybe even write some of our favorites. This is Written By. What's up, Chase? You know me, man. Same, <laughs> same old, same old. Just chilling. Just gonna open it and say you're tired again. Yeah, I mean, when when we got on the phone together, I said I'm tired. Uh-huh. And then <laughs> now that the the podcast has started, I'm gonna say I'm tired. Yeah. Well, I'm actually I'm tired too for once because yesterday I got my first shot for the COVID vaccine, so that's oh. exciting. But you have know, you had just, the the thought to buy any Amazon products yet? No, but I keep on automatically connecting to my AirPods, so I don't know what's up with that. <laughs> I love I love those memes, bro. It's yeah, so funny. I, know. I just got my first shot of the COVID vaccine. Did you know that you could save fifteen percent or more on car insurance if you? <laughs> <laughs> man, I've thrown all my Mac products out, and I've ordered Windows. Like I don't know. Oh man, yeah. smart choice. <laughs> yeah, I just got an Android. Oh yeah, that's hilarious, dude. I love that stuff. Mm. So yeah, as as it affected you, I've I felt a little fatigued today. I've just been like kind of tired all day, and at one point I did feel a little lightheaded, but I also like inadvertently skipped lunch today. So like as soon as like I um, got food and water in me, I started feeling fine. So you know, <laughs> it's like man, I must be sick or something. It's like realizes yeah. you haven't eaten in thirty six hours. Yeah, but yeah, I mean if you if you get it, like it's not bad, but definitely definitely stay hydrated. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I I played softball today. That's something that I did. Oh, nice. How'd that go? Played first base. I'm not an athlete, but you know what? I I tried my best. Was this was this the game against the faculty? No, it was just a practice. The the big game's coming up, you know, and I I want the MVP bat. Oh sure, all right. Well, you'll, yeah. you'll have to keep us updated on that. Yeah, I, next week. I'll, next, next week, I'll let you know that I won, even if I lost. Because, like, what are you people going to do? Yeah, they won't know the difference. They won't look yeah. into it. <laughs> All right. Well, I got this bowl in front of me. Let's get a, a fresh new story topic. Again, our last episode was so good, so I'm just hoping we could, like, kind of live up to it. And if it's it not sucks, a letdown. who cares? Just listen again next week. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. This is cause for celebration. I have drawn the first fan-submitted topic. Woo! 
This is, got this is from your emails, guys. Yes, email written by pod, and you could be like this lucky listener. And written inspired. by podcast <laughs> yes. at gmail.com. This is this is one we both saw and just kind of laughed out loud at, but we got narcoleptic policeman. Oh man, I've been so excited <laughs> to do this one. That is such a funny idea. Uh-huh. Hold on, let me pull up. I'm, I want to pull up who sent it in. Okay. But, uh, while I do that, you could you could take it away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I mean, you know, we have kind of like what I'm assuming is the source of the conflict right off the bat. We have a policeman. But he keeps on falling asleep. That's so have, funny. That is so funny. So I, I am related to a police officer. I have a brother-in-law. And one thing about police officers is like when you're first starting out, you're assigned the shifts that are like very late at night. So I can picture maybe like we have a new cop and these like has all of his shifts are at like, you know, like <laughs> three to 8 a.m. and that's definitely not helping his already condition of wanting to fall asleep. <laughs> Dude, that uh, so this was submitted by uh, Duncan Thorell. Hey, that's my little brother. That's yeah, my little I brother. Figured. I was well, like, I didn't, should... know, I didn't know he was the one that submitted it. That's awesome. I was like, should I say the last name or should I make it sound like we're cool and we have like other people who aren't our family? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's still I didn't I didn't know it was him. Shout out shout out to Duncan. Yo, great idea, bro. <laughs> Narcoleptic cop. That's so funny. <laughs> just a, just the idea of a police officer chasing a criminal and it's like one of those intense where like they're jumping over fences. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Like in, in the alleys of New York City and then he just falls asleep. <laughs> uh-huh. That's hysterical. For for a short film, what would be the best course of action is to just like focus on one crime or as you were saying, like one chase and then just yeah. show how like the narcolepsy keeps on ruining everything, but he somehow like finds a creative way to push through it. Oh man. You know, what's even funnier than a narcoleptic cop? What? A whole police force of narcoleptic cops. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's that's too silly though. Let's let's yeah. let's bring it down to earth. Let's just start off with. I feel like this one's a pretty pretty simple character driven mm-hmm. uh, idea. So we can we can just get like a name and, and kind of get this character down. Yeah. What's a, what's a good cop name? Cop names. I always think of like Buzz Lance. Buzz. Buzz. Buzz sounds that too one. much like a jerk. Like I would say Buzz is like the partner who's like mean to him or something he's like you'll never make it on the force keep on falling asleep (laughs) what if his name was like latin or like another another word for like sleep like the joke is his name is sleep the latin word for sleep is somnum and it doesn't really sound like a name somnum You don't have any friends named Somnom, bro. You know we can we can think about names later. But uh, <laughs> so we have we have a cop that keeps on falling asleep. I would say maybe maybe like okay, we could go one of two directions. It could be either he's just started on the force and no one knows that he's a nar- narcoleptic yet, or we could that do he's a narc. Didn't hey. narcotics officer get it? <laughs> huh. There could be some interesting wordplay there. Like, what if what if he was assigned to like 
a drug bust or something because they heard he was a narc. But <laughs> they read it on a piece of paper that he's a narc. <laughs> but they didn't oh, read the full thing. What if? Uh, yeah. What if he? It's his. It's his first day at a new like department. Like he keeps getting. They legally, because it is a disability, they can't fire him for being narcoleptic. Yeah. So they just keep, like, handing them off to other departments. Yeah, and they put him on, like, yeah, like traffic duty or something where <laughs> you don't have to do a whole lot. Yeah. But then someone makes the clerical error of putting him in the narcotics <laughs> department. It's his first day, and he, and he walks in, and the chief is like, oh, it's nice to meet you. Is there anything I should know about you? And he goes, oh, well, just so you know, I'm a narc. And he goes, oh, <laughs> interesting. Well, in that case, I'll put you on this case. And he hands him like a, a manila folder. Yeah. And he's like, this one's a big deal. And it's, uh, it'll be a good one for you to show everybody what you're made of. And, our, <laughs> and our, our sleepy cop will be like, oh, awesome. Thank you so much. And then shenanigans pursue or ensue. Yeah. Okay. That's good. That's really good. I would maybe have it. I don't think he would refer to himself as a narc. I think the chief would. Maybe the chief could be like Buzz, where he's like, "Hey, so I see you're a narc," and he's like, "I, I guess he means narcolepsy. Yeah, I am a narc. I got, I got a case for you." <laughs> Man, this is a funny idea. I hope we do it justice. <laughs> okay, so he's a part of this really big drug bust. He thinks it's just like something routine or something non-eventful because he's always put on that type of job. And immediately when he's there, he realizes it's it's really serious. And he's like, wait, there's something you need to know about me. And they're like, no, there's no time to talk. We got to do this thing. It's like, no, there's something really important you need to know about me. He's like, shut up. We're about to do this thing. Oh, and you could have a really funny moment right there where it's like, I'm, I'm going to beat this uh, joke until it's not funny anymore but uh -huh. they're like hey i got something to tell you uh -huh. well this is really not the time no like this is really important okay fine what is it uh i'm a narc we all are bro that's what we're here <laughs> no you don't understand i'm narcoleptic well i don't care what you are bro i i'm christian you can be whatever you want to be <laughs> and he's like no no yeah, i'm presbyterian but <laughs> <laughs> i don't judge man no like you don't understand i fall asleep I, I do not understand what you're talking about. We all fall asleep. Yeah, we've all had a long day, but you know, <laughs> just gotta stay no, awake. No, like I I fall asleep at random times. He's like, oh, so, oh, okay, Bruh. So what's this? What's this job they're about to do? Um, well, I think I think that this this building is so haunted. Oh my god! <laughs> do you hear a ghost? Yeah, so it's been creeping me out for the past like ten minutes. Oh no! There there was just like this like tapping noise in this room i mean i'm in an old chapel for those of you who don't know i'm recording in an old chapel i know this has nothing to do with the podcast but i'm, <laughs> I'm low-key like <laughs> freaked <laughs> are you you're at eddie's office right are you like close to the practice rooms <laughs> yeah that's i think i think that's what you're hearing people people like to go to the practice hey, rooms hey robert don't mansplain ghosts to me okay <laughs> What I'm, I'm hearing, <laughs> what I'm hearing is not a reasonable explanation. There is paranormal activity. <laughs> Look, for people who don't know, this is a very strict Christian university, and the the practice the music practice rooms are one of the only locations where you get any privacy. And a lot of people like to go there to be alone. And, and play you know, with Ouija boards exactly. and bring spirits <laughs> to haunt me during the recording of our podcast. 
Okay, I'm done. Oh, I'm you just done. cut we out, can... Chase. Did I actually? Oh, no. Hello? <laughs> oh, oh, no, oh, this no. is too much. Oh, no. Did, did the ghost get you? Hey, you there? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can't hear you now. Oh you my god! Oh out. my! Oh my! Bro, oh are we man. witnessing a hottie like live on the podcast? Bro, this is this is crazy. <laughs> what happened? I don't know. Wow, guys, if you're listening to this and you hear like voices in the background, please let us know. Oh man. Okay, let's get back to our. <laughs> let's get yeah, back I to think our... maybe maybe the ghost just doesn't like being talked about. We'll just. Ignore yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Let it do its thing. <laughs> oh my god! Man. Wow. <laughs> so narcoleptic police officers. <laughs> Ooh, let's name him Hank. Hank. Oh, that's a good name. Okay. Oh, okay. So we were talking about the the crime. Yeah. Before we were so rudely interrupted by the undead. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh. So I feel like a big drug bust. Like you know, like in there's tons of movies and TV shows where. They're in a warehouse and they're hiding behind some stuff. Yeah. Like I feel like that is such um, – everyone's seen that scene before that it would be a lot of fun to play off of that. All right. So they're about to do this drug bust. He's trying to let them know he's narcoleptic, but they aren't really hearing it. Are they like Are they like busting into a location like guns a-blazing? Are they trying to be secret about it? Are they – So I guess we need to figure out – do we want to tell – like one linear accident that happens, or do we want to see kind of several instances where he falls asleep at really important moments? Like it could be one crime, but like things keep going wrong. So it's like at one point they're getting away. Hank drive. Well, okay. But I just need you to remind you that, that I will fall asleep. And then it's just like, they're driving down the road and he falls asleep and his head hits the horns. Like, and he wakes up just in time to swerve like back onto the road. (laughs) Maybe another thing we could do is he could be like a detective. And you know how like a lot of TV detectives, like they have really weird quirks that help them solve crimes. And so maybe like there's been a murder and they have the chalk outline and caution tape everywhere. And then Hank walks up and everyone's like, Oh, it's Hank. And he's looking (laughs) around and they're like, dude, this dude, flawless record. He solves every crime. It's like, how does he do it? And you just see him topple over and fall asleep. It's like, he sleeps. Oh yeah. He's like, like, we we don't hire him to to sleep around. He's like, don't question his methods. He gets results. (laughs) Hey, you know, you know, Detective Hank, yeah, I've heard he sleeps around. Really? I thought he was married. No, no, he's narcoleptic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we could do like a like a super like film noir like I walked into the room and that's when I knew as soon as I saw it, the chalk outline on the floor, the blood scattered on the wall. This was no ordinary mystery. This was murder. <laughs> I still definitely want, like, a foot chase or something, and he, like, falls asleep in the middle of running or something. Yeah. I I feel like all of the comedy comes from him falling asleep at the most inconvenient times. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Let's go back to the first idea. On paper, it says he's narcoleptic. They confuse him for a narc. They put him on a drug bus. (laughs) What if he, like, he falls asleep and the noise reveals their location, and then, like, a gunfight breaks out, 
and maybe the fight is so loud that it wakes him up again. And so we get we get one instance of him falling asleep. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. And then okay, so yeah, what if we do this? They're they're trying to sneak in. He falls asleep, his snoring gives them away, a gunfight breaks out, he wakes up with all the noise, he's like, ah and he and he actually gets the bad guy. Yeah. And everybody's like, wow, how'd you do that? And he goes, you know, he says something like, uh, I may be narcoleptic, but I'm still a detective or a cop or whatever. And then later, like he's interrogating them in the little inter- interrogation room. And in the middle of interrogating him, he just falls asleep. And so the dude that he's interrogating starts freaking out. He's like, what? What are you doing? What is this some sort of tactic? What are you doing? And they just. And they just sit there while dude is asleep and like the clock starts spinning where it's been like eight hours. And finally the dude's like, fine, fine. It was me. I I just, please, (laughs) can we leave? (laughs) So maybe we could do a thing where like, although he keeps falling asleep at the like worst moments, it keeps working out. Yeah. Okay. I could see something like that. I just want to, I want to keep it like kind of contained just since it's like a short film. Oh yeah, there is like, always do that. like too much. Yeah. Oh man, we're gonna have to start turning this podcast into full features. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. That would take forever. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, there, that podcast already exists. Oh yeah, what's it called? <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of. If this you podcast. want to listen to a podcast that's better than our ours, uh, story break. <laughs> <laughs> Link in the description below. <laughs> okay. Okay. Going going back to the basics. Okay. I think what if he doesn't immediately capture the people after waking up after the gunfight? What if we contain it to just the fight and maybe he falls asleep like three times in the middle of that? And then okay. I'd almost have like we could do a gag at the end where he's in the interrogation room and he falls asleep and there's the whole thing of like he's just in there bored for like 10 hours because he's asleep and he's like okay fine i did it like that that would be a a fun ending okay cool so we we have a a, our ending joke so now we just need to we need to flesh out this yeah i would i would have him fall asleep three times over the course of the fight and i definitely want a foot chase where he falls asleep because i think we both think that's just hilarious the idea of him like jumping a fence and then mid jump just falling asleep and hitting the ground so hard Uh that's so funny that's comedy genius you know what would be fun if like he's chasing the dude and they're running in the middle of the road he falls asleep in the road and so the dude looks back he laughs he thinks he's gotten gotten away but then a car is coming and sees his sleeping body and swerves to not hit him and then hits the criminal. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that's, that's funny. I like to like play into the idea that him sleeping like somehow through some sort of like extreme circumstances like ends up like helping capture everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be the, the third time he falls asleep then is that him falling asleep gets him gets the, the bad guys captured. So can we have a let's have like a main villain like there's obviously a group of people but there's a main person that they're trying to capture okay this this could get a little cartoonish but bear with me okay the opposite of someone who falls asleep all the time someone who's always awake right okay so we're going to bust this drug dealer 
who sells these drugs that keep you awake for 24 hours. Okay. It's almost, it's like a super Adderall and he's selling it to college students and med students. And he's, he's always on them. Yeah. And he never sleeps. And so he's just crazy. And he's, and, and he's, this is like a Batman villain, but like, he's, (laughs) he's just always awake. (laughs) It'd also be a nice touch. We could have him wearing a Yankees hat because he's from the city that never sleeps. Oh, genius. Genius. And the name of this is The City That Never Sleeps, except for Hank. (laughs) Except for Hank. (laughs) I'm just joking. It's way too long of a title. But still a good joke. Um, Okay, yeah. So do you like that idea as our our villain? (laughs) I do, yeah. I mean, maybe we don't have to go as far cartoonish as like he's always awake, but I love the thematic idea that he sells an Adderall type thing that's meant that to like you keep awake. you awake, keep you super stimulated. That that's just fun. Oh, but I feel like if we introduce a pill that keeps you awake for 24 hours, our narcoleptic cop has to end up taking that pill at some point. Yeah. Or maybe that's the dilemma. Maybe he has a moment of weakness where he's like, I could take this pill and all my problems would be solved, but I'm a police officer and these are against the law. They're not FDAA regulated. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe it doesn't have to be like a 24-hour type thing. Maybe it can be – it could be like a real drug, but it's – you know, the dude's on it and he's awake. But it's not like quite as extreme as like this is like a fictional thing that's never existed. Yeah. And the name of the, the drug is called Instant Insomnia. Instant Insomnia. All right. So, okay. Establishing the uh, the situation. So – They've been hunting this dude that's been selling these drugs, and they're about to bust him. Hank's trying to tell everyone he's not narcotics, he's narcoleptic, but they aren't (laughs) hearing it. He falls asleep as they're sneaking in. The crash gives away their position. He wakes up to a gunfight, but is somehow able to, like, help out in some way. And then we need, like, a second thing where he falls asleep. Okay. And then what needs to happen between that and the last gag is somehow like all the other people around have to be captured or, you know, whatever. But the main dude is about to get away. And then that takes us to the scene we talked about where they're in the road. Okay. So he's he falls asleep right before they're about to make the bust. There's a drug deal going down. Yeah. Their job is to wait till the money wait wait until they see that the money and the drugs have been exchanged. The deal has been made, and then they can go in. Mm-hmm. However, right before, Hank falls asleep, and he starts snoring. All of the drug dealers hear, and they're like, what's that noise? It starts a giant gunfight. Mid-gunfight, Hank wakes up. He's like, huh? Oh, ooh. And he looks over, and he sees the mass chaos. Cops are shooting at drug dealers. Drug dealers are shooting at cops. He looks over, and he sees the main bad guy, Captain Insomnia himself, <laughs> making a break for it out the side door. So Hank jumps up and starts running after him. They're running through these back alleys. Captain Insomnia jumps over this fence. Oh, amazing athleticism. Then Hank jumps the fence, mid-fence jump, falls asleep, hits the ground super hard. He hits the ground so hard that it wakes him back up. He shakes it off. His face is kind of scraped up and, and bruised. And he's like, oh, I got to keep going. He gets up and he chases him into the street. And then that's where we do our last gag where whatever happens here, whatever causes Hank to fall asleep here causes uh, Captain Insomnia to get captured. Okay. 
All that's good. I'm going I'm to propose one other thing. Because if we want to run with the theme that him sleeping ends up helping things, we could still have, like, he tries to do a fence jump, but kind of nods off. And he maybe nods off a little through the chase. But those could, those could be, like, little moments. What if, so he initially falls asleep. It gives away their location. He wakes up to a gunfight breaking out. What if, since he's lying on the ground motionless, all the bad guys think he's dead? And so they're actually like he's behind them, and so he's able to use that to his advantage and like shoot a bunch of people. Oh yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's a yeah. good. That's the first waking up incident that like helps them out. Okay, yeah. So he falls asleep, and then everyone's been moving around so much. He's now with a bunch of the bad guys. They think he's dead. He jumps up to his feet, takes out a couple of them, and then the main bad guy is runs out the door. And yeah. that's when he chases him. What if what if the second time he falls asleep is what gives the bad guy the opening to escape? Like what if oh, okay. they've captured everyone? And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of like a logical way to do it. But what would be fun if like there was like, I don't know, like a bomb or something sitting around. And they're like, hey, we defuse the bomb. And then he like falls asleep and accidentally triggers it or something. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like something Fun like that, but like makes okay, sense. okay. Uh, what if we do mid gunfight or whatever? He wakes up. He's now amongst some of the bad guys. Uh-huh. He takes out like two or three of them. The main bad guy says, uh, or he then he pulls the gun on the main bad guy. The main bad guy goes, "Stop, stop!" And he and he pulls out this bag and it's got like a, a bomb in it. And he's like, "If you shoot, I press this button that starts the countdown." And and everybody is a complete standstill. Like everybody's like, "Oh man, what are we gonna do?" And, the, and it's really a tense moment. Everybody's looking at each other. The bad guy presses the start button, throws the bag in the air, and runs out the side door. Uh, okay. And all of the cops are like, who here knows how to defuse a bomb? And Hank's like, I do. I was the top of my class at the academy for bomb defusing. And they're like, get on it, Hank. And it's like the, the timer is counting down from 10 seconds or 30 seconds or whatever. And But after this conversation, there's only like 10 seconds left for him to defuse it. And he's like, 10 Nine. He's almost got it defused. Eight. He falls asleep. Uh huh. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. He wakes up. Huh. He has one last wire to cut. He cuts it just in time. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Man, it's funny. I'm worried. I'm worried it might take us away from the central conflict of the main bad guy and him a little too much. Oh yeah. I don't know. I like, man, I'm torn because I like that there's a bomb <laughs> that might go off, which is makes a tense moment, but okay. Well, how about I think this? we let's might fl- want to get to the, uh, we let's could just do, or you, you go ahead. Let's flip some stuff around then. Maybe instead of him getting caught like in the street or whatever, uh, maybe the last, the third and final thing is the bomb. Right, that was the bad guy's like last resort, and then he ends up he ends up defusing the bomb, and and the bad guys just kind of trapped. Also, I think if they're even if we are going a little cartoonish, I think there if there are bombs involved, it might be a little more than just a drug bust. Like we might want to write in that uh, they think he has narcotics experience, but maybe this is like they're taken down like a more serious bad guy or something. But like. And like an yeah, Adderall like, dealer or something. Uh, a domestic terrorist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, there's the whole issue of, you know, 
cops giving large sentences to minor drug offenses. So. Yeah. <laughs> the type of real world stuff that kind of makes the cop movies not as fun, but yeah. Uh, okay. Well, um, but okay. I, I love like trying to embrace like a really extra kind of cop movie. Like I watched, I watched point break for the first time mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. <laughs> also, of course there's hot fuzz. Yeah. I love hot fuzz so much. Bad boys. But okay. What, what I was going to suggest is if, what if this could be super quick? What if like, so he wakes up in the middle of the gunfight, they walked past him because they think he's dead. He manages to shoot a bunch of people. Maybe he's pointing a gun at the main guy and all the cops are like yeah you did it you caught him but then he's the only one pointing a gun at him and he just falls asleep again (laughs) and then maybe he wakes up and he sees people running trying to chase him okay okay yeah i like that that's solid that's a smooth transition and then he chases him into the street we do the fence gag where he falls asleep jumping over the fence yeah can we okay okay Anything like structure wise, we could have three main instances where he falls asleep, and it's like we establish that he's fallen asleep for a while, which is when he gives them away, when he accidentally lets this dude escape, and then at the end where he falls asleep in the middle of the road, causing the car to swerve. And then we can maybe have after the second time, he feels like a failure, and he's been told his whole life that he's never going to be a good cop because of his disability and so he's trying to like power through it and then we have like three like many many incidences of him like dozing off like mid chase which could be like kind of like these moments in this set piece so there's him going over the fence he kind of falls asleep maybe there's him like about to turn a really sharp corner and he kind of dozes off and like hits a wall really hard or something yeah that's really funny and maybe we could even do like a like a almost like a point of view shot and then it's just like the yeah. camera gets kind of like out of focus and 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 then he like boom and he snaps out of it and keeps what if what if they're running we could say this is like new york or something maybe maybe yeah, they run new into york. like the a subway and he takes a really quick power nap on the subway before he like gets off yeah that's funny that is funny okay so the criminal enters one car he's in the car like kind of behind him (laughs) he jumps into the next one he sits down on the bench he turns to the homeless man beside him wake me up at the next stop it's exactly what i was gonna say (laughs) yeah he turns to a bystander and just like set a timer for 10 minutes wake me up (laughs) and then just drops asleep almost like he drops dead okay okay here's one thing we gotta figure out so if he has the main bad guy at gunpoint and then falls asleep and we're going to say he's asleep for like maybe five or ten minutes before he's woken up. The bad guy has like a huge head start on him. So yeah. how's it going to catch up to him? Because it can maybe be a thing where I don't know if there's something where he can maybe like somehow track him or something. Or maybe maybe he heard the bad guy say something and he knows where he's going or something. Maybe he, maybe he accidentally picks up our guy's phone. Uh-huh. And so he's tracking it. Like the bad guy accidentally thought that he picks up the wrong phone. And so now they're able to track him because they have Hank's phone. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he just, he turns to a fellow cop and he's like, wait, do you have the find my iPhone app or whatever? He's like, of course we've got him. Yeah. And he's like, I gotta go. And he like takes this other cop's phone and just runs. And he's like, he where, runs, where are you going get, with that? Get, he sees that he goes to the train station. He hops on the train or the subway. We have the bit where he 
You wake me up in ten minutes. Yeah. He wakes up right when we hear the uh, uh, the little announcement on the subway where it's like, "This is your stop." He wakes up. Ah, he runs. He goes busting like mid, like as if the chase scene never stopped. Yeah. Even though there was a long ten minute break. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> That's funny. And then it all okay. ends. It all culminates with somehow him falling asleep, getting the bad guy caught. Yeah. So, yeah, my original idea for that was they're, like, running through a street. He falls asleep and collapses in the middle of the road. We get a moment where the bad guy looks back, smiles. He's like, ah, I'm getting away from this. But then a car that's about to hit the body swerves and accidentally hits him. That's one idea. Yeah, I like the idea. He looks back. He sees Hank asleep in the middle of the road. He kind of has a smirk on his face. But then the truck swerves. Or not a truck. Let's do, like, a car. Because we have to, yeah. we have to make sure he survives it. So let's do like a Honda Fit. I, I, I was also going to add. I like the idea that like this, this bad guy might be like running to like a hideout or something. Mm-hmm. Like I think like a lot of a lot of these movies like always like have a climax in like a shipping yard or something. Like maybe oh, yeah, is it the docks or something? So it could be that like instead of a car hitting him, or it could still be a car, but it could be at this new location. Or I don't know if it's not realistic enough, but it'd be funny if it was a forklift. A forklift. <laughs> I don't know if forklifts go that fast, but oh, damn, man. maybe that won't work. Okay, here's what we do. We do the, the forklift idea. Uh-huh. He's chasing him into this like work yard, this construction zone. He's got a big head start. So he's like Hank's like, oh man, he jumps on this forklift and starts chasing him, but he falls asleep while driving it. And he's got, he, but he, he still has, I don't know how forklifts work. I don't know if there's like an accelerator or a lever or something. Uh-huh. He falls asleep, puts it, he's still on it, and it ends up pinning the bad guy like into a wall, like just like on either side of his hip, you know? Yeah. Like pinning him into the wall. Man, it's like, it's a funny image, but at the same time, like if the forklift could go faster, he might have just been going that fast already. I don't know. Maybe we do have to go with the car idea. Yeah, let's go with the car. Let's go with the car. Okay. It's a Honda Fit, though. That's my only. It's my only rule. Okay, it's a Honda Fit. It has to be a Honda Fit. (laughs) Okay. He turns around. He sees Hank asleep in the middle of the road. Smirks. We see the Honda Fit driving down. Sees the cop asleep in the road. Swerves out of the way, hitting our bad guy. The bad guy goes flying up and over the vehicle. Hard cut. We're in the interrogation room. Yes. Our, our, our bad guy is in like an, a full body cast <laughs> <laughs> sitting there. And then and Hank walks in and he goes, now tell me. what." W-? Boom. His head hits the table. He falls asleep. Yes. We see the clock. It, Ten hours go by. And finally the bad guy's like, fine, fine. I'll tell you everything. Just please. <laughs> oh, there's, a, there's an extra joke we can add to this where it's like, Since he's in a full-body cast, maybe after Hank falls asleep, he's like, oh, man, I got a really bad itch. I can't scratch. Could you just scratch this itch for me, man? And he's asleep. And he just, like, has this itch, like, on his back. He can't get for, like, his His nose. nose Yeah, he's just like, ah, ah. That would be really funny. And there's 10 hours of that. By the end of it, he's crying. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) fine. I I did everything. I did it all. Please. I admit to it. Just send me. Send me to jail, please. (laughs) Okay. All right. Dude, I like like to think of, like, some more. Like, bits? Yeah, some bits for, like, the chase. 
because we have we have the like he tries to hop a fence falls asleep we have he tries to turn a sharp corner falls asleep hits it and then we have the subway what are other inconvenient times to fall asleep maybe like mid like giant jump or something well we already have him jump in the fence yeah what if we did? What if they're climbing something? Like they're climbing a ladder? Okay, yeah. No, they're going. They're going down a fire escape. Yeah, they're going down a fire escape. And he falls asleep while going down. It kind of like falls down, but it kind of helps him get ahead. Oh, the- <laughs> yeah. So he falls asleep climbing down the fire escape. So he just fully, like, full free falls down, lands <laughs> on the bad guy, knocking them both to the ground. <laughs> He wakes up just as the the bad guy is like, get off me. And he like stands up and runs off. (laughs) That's a fun one. Okay, that's that's fun. So we've got him running and falling asleep. We have him jumping and falling asleep. We have him climbing down a fire escape and falling asleep. And on the subway. On the subway falling asleep. They get off of the subway, run a little more. Running across the street. Yeah. The middle of the street is a very inconvenient time to fall asleep. And then lastly, in the interrogation room. Yeah. Okay. I think I think we have some stuff. Yeah. I yeah. think it's we just got to put it all together. Okay. So I have us beginning. This dude was just transferred to a new city. The chief is like, "Hey, so I see you're a narc," and he's like, "I, I guess he means narcolep." Yeah. Uh, yeah. We could use someone with your experience. I'm putting I'm putting you with these guys. We got a bus going on. It's like, well, I've never been. On anything quite as big as this before. It's like, oh, you're a narc. You'll be fine. <laughs> Cut to they're in the middle of this really big. I don't know. There's, there's I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of like what the exact crime would be. What's a what what what's another movie that has this kind of like warehouse standoff scene? It's usually always like drug dealers. Uh huh. And it's like a lot of drugs. Yeah. So it's like two very dangerous parties exchanging a lot of drugs. It's like the mob and the cartel. Yeah. So what if our main bad guy is like a big cartel leader and they're like, we finally have info on a bus big enough to like put them away for a long time. Yeah. I like that. Simple. We need to keep it simple. Okay. Yeah. Because the the focus is more on the cop. We can maybe even play it as like, hey – we could use someone with your experience. I'm going to add you to this thing super last minute because we need all of our dudes on this one. This is a really big case, but uh, all you know, hands on dude, deck. your narc experience, I know you can handle it. <laughs> it's like, okay. And so we get into like being briefed about it, like kind of outside the building. And he's like, yeah, so there's this really big bus going on. We finally have something big enough to put this cartel leader away for a long, long time. And he's like, wow, I've never been a part of this before. You should know something important about me. I'm, I'm, I'm a narco. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you're a narc. We're, we're all narcs. That's cool. He's like, no, no, I'm just being serious. I'm a narcoleptic. He's like, well, yeah, I'm Presbyterian. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't care what you are, kid. I'm... I'm Presbyterian. Oh, and then we could do a joke where like another cop walks up and he's like, what are you guys going on about? Ah, he's narcoleptic. Oh, that's cool. I'm a Leo. <laughs> that's great. That's great. Okay. Yeah. So that, that, yeah, that gives us some context of what the crime is and what the stakes are if this fails. Yeah. Yeah. This is good. This is that's good. something important we were missing. Yeah. An establishing moment. Yeah. Yeah. So they're sneaking in the building. He falls asleep. There's a crash. Everyone's like, wait, what's that? I don't know. Go check it out. And then he starts snoring, and it's really loud. <laughs> and then we could just cut to him waking up 
mid-gunfight. Yeah, mid-gunfight, there's all these guns going off. But as he's looking, things are kind of hazy at first, but he looks and he's like, wait a minute, I'm behind the bad guys. He sees a, like another body next to him of like a cop that's been shot. And he's like, oh, they probably think I'm dead. And so he really discreetly gets his gun and then manages to pick off everyone except for the big guy, the main cartel leader. Mm-hmm. He's got him at gunpoint. He's like, hey, you're going away for a long time. But then he falls asleep and that gives him an opening to run away. So then he wakes up and this is something we still need to flesh out is just how, uh, how he manages to track him. Because we talked about, like, a phone getting switched or something. I'm trying to think of, like, where that could happen. Hmm. Okay, what if he's got the bad guy at gunpoint, right? Yeah. Everybody claps for him and cheers for him. They're like, yeah, way to go, rookie. And they're like, go ahead, man, book him. And as as he is walking towards the bad guy, you know, kind of pulling out his handcuffs to, to handcuff him, he falls asleep. And they fall over. Like he, he just lands on top and they fall over. Their phones go flying out of the pockets. And the bad guy picks up the wrong phone as he jumps up and runs out the door. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. We could have the same, the same moment you're talking about where his phone gets knocked off. But drug dealers oftentimes have two phones. There's a whole Kevin Gates song about <laughs> two phones. What if I he drops one phone phones. and he's like, wait a minute. I wonder if he has another phone. He opens the phone or the phone's already open. It was open when it was dropped. And he goes to the find my phone app or whatever. And that's how he and tracks it, him. And when he opens find my phone, they're labeled as like drug dealer phone number one. Yeah. Drug phone number two and he clicks drug dealer phone number two and it's like pops up flashing location as it's like yes <laughs> okay yeah yeah so we could even we could have in the early scene as they're sneaking in we see him on both phones and he's like kind of flexing in like a kevin gates way like yeah i'm a boss i got two phones and then <laughs> And then during the middle of the gunfight, like once Hank wakes up and starts shooting, this causes him to drop one phone, but he's still got the other in his pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that could be like a super casual moment, just like gunfire and he drops his phone. He's like, whoa. Exactly. So he wakes up, the bad guy's long gone, but he looks over and sees his phone and is like, wait a minute. He goes to the phone opens the find my phone app and he sees a drug phone number one is a running down new york and he just books it because he know he doesn't have a lot of time left yeah and then that's where you know he runs around a corner hits into a wall when he falls asleep a little bit he's like no i gotta keep going he gets on the subway he gets off the subway and he's, he's got the dude he's caught up with the dude and he's going down the alley they jump the fence he he falls asleep as he's jumping over the fence. Boom, he hits the ground. Next thing you know, they're on the fire escape. He falls down. He falls asleep, falling on top of him, knocking them both off the fire escape. They hit the ground. Drug dealer's back up and moving. He gets up, chases them into the street. He falls asleep in the middle of the street, a Honda Fit, and it has to be a Honda Fit. Yep. <laughs> sees the the sleeping cop in the middle of the street swerves out of the way hits our bad guy sending them flying over the hood jump cut to the interrogation room okay yeah i think only other thing we're missing is we should have a moment where the like chase chase starts because he realizes he has a way to track his phone and 
he's running and we just see we see the bad guy just kind of walking discreetly through the streets of new york or wherever we are and then we see the cop is running he sees him they both make eye contact and that's when he realizes oh no they're on to me and he starts to run yeah and then we get that epic chase scene we just described that ends with him getting hit and then there's the resolution of the interrogation where he falls asleep and gets him to confess like everything yep dude i think i think i think we got something here heck yeah i like this we need a we need a name for the bad guy narc narc (laughs) capital n period capital a period capital (laughs) r period capital c narc (laughs) okay stands for narcotics officer it also stands for narcoleptic a double entendre if you will yeah yeah, I like that for a title. <laughs> what's the what's the what's the main dude's name? The main bad guy. Um, what if okay? What if what if he has a name that doesn't sound like a cartel name? Like, I can't remember where I heard someone say this, but someone was like, uh, "The gangsters with like really pretty or childish names are always the worst." Like, if you meet a gangster named Sparkles, like you better run. <laughs> Sherman. Sherman. Okay. Sherman the gangster. All right, cool. Sherman. Sherman. <laughs> That's funny. All right, yeah. I think I think we're ready to go over this outline. Yeah. And I survived the episode without getting killed by a ghost. Dude, dude, for real. That was, man, my heart like skipped a beat when we were talking about the ghost, and then you're just offline. You're like, oh, no. Am I, I going to have to call someone? <laughs> oh, can you imagine if like I just never came back? Yeah. Wow. Oh, man. I'm just dead. Then you could write a short film about it. Again, I'm half tempted to put, because we talked about this with the phone thing, I'm half tempted to put Chase's ghost in the story bowl, but I also, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I feel like it doesn't like being talked about. (laughs) At this point, it's just going to, I guess, be a reoccurring thing that happens while we record. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to go over this outline, and then you just book it out of that building and don't get murdered or possessed or anything. Okay, so we open with our main character, Hank, who's a police officer. He's meeting with the chief. He has just been transferred to a new department. The chief, Buzz, looks at his papers and is like, oh, I see, I see you're a narc. He's like, yeah, I, I'm narcoleptic. Uh, that's, a, that's a thing about me. But uh, I, I, could still, I could still do a good job. And he's like, I, I need someone with your narc experience. We got a big bus going on. I know it's last minute, but this is really big. This is a guy we've been trying to nail for a long time, and we finally got him. So we need we need everyone on deck. And you, with all your narc experience, like you should be you should be good for this. And he's like, uh, uh, okay, sure. And he's like, wow, I uh, I didn't realize I'd get something this big. I usually get like parking duty or I write tickets or whatever, direct traffic. But okay, so we cut to him. He's outside of a building with the other cops. They're briefing him on what's going on. He's like, all right, so inside is Sherman. He's done a lot of crimes, but we finally have something big enough to put him away for good. So we gotta we gotta sneak in there quietly and take care of this. He's like, hey, real quick, before we go in, there's something you need to know about me. I'm I'm narcoleptic. 
And he's like, yeah, yeah, we're, we're all narcs here, okay? There's no difference. He's like, no, I don't think you heard me. I'm narcoleptic. And he's like, yeah, I'm Presbyterian. Uh, what, what, what is the, the difference <laughs> does that make? And he's like, no, you don't understand. I'm narcoleptic. That means someone else walks up and it's like, hey, what's he talking about? He's saying he's narcoleptic. And he's like, oh, well, I'm a Libra. <laughs> we, we cut to, they're sneaking inside the building. We see the dude Sherman with a big pile of drugs and a bunch of really sketchy, dangerous looking men around him. He's got both of his phones out. He's talking to someone on one phone, then talking to someone on the other phone, <laughs> making a big deal that, yeah, I'm a baller. I got two phones. Word to Kevin Gates. As they're sneaking around, being quiet, he starts to feel himself fading away. He's about to fall asleep. He falls asleep. There's a big crash. There's a tense moment where all, all, all the criminals look up and it's like, huh, what, what was that? Well, why don't you go check that out? And then Hank starts to snore, and this really gives them away. And then we just cut to black. There's a lot of gunfire. We open on Hank. He's waking up in the middle of this gunfight. His vision's kind of hazy. And then he looks up and he notices, wait a minute, the criminals are all, all in front of me with their backs turned to me. What's up with that? And then he looks around. He sees an officer that's been shot. He's like, oh, they probably think I'm dead. He really quietly goes for his weapon, really strategically tries to scope out the best spot in order to spring to action. He does so. He manages to shoot everyone except for Sherman. And he, he points his gun towards him. In the middle of the gunfight, people turn around and like, oh no, there's someone behind us. Sherman drops his phone, but he manages to take out everyone except for Sherman. He points the gun at Sherman. He's like, drop your weapon. Sherman drops the weapon. He's like, you're about to go away for a really long time. Then again, he starts to feel himself fade away. He's like, oh no. He falls asleep. He wakes up, Sherman and most of the other officers are long gone. He's like, oh, what, what happened? Well, you fell asleep and he started running away. Our guys are chasing him, but it sounds like he might have gotten away. He looks around and on the ground he sees one of Sherman's phones and it's unlocked. The screen's broken, but it's still working. He picks it up. He goes to the Find My Phone app. And he sees on the map a uh, drug phone number one, and it's running through in the city of New York. He's like, oh, I gotta go get him. We cut to Sherman, is in the middle of a big crowd with a hoodie up. He's looking inconspicuous. Hank runs up, and he's across the street. He looks at him, they make eye contact. He realizes, oh, this cop is onto me, and starts booking it. Hank chases after him. They're weaving throughout the streets. Uh, he turns a really sharp corner. Hank feels himself starting to slip away. He hits the corner, but it wakes him up. You cut to, they're running. Sherman jumps a fence. Hank tries to jump the fence, but on his way down, he falls asleep, falls to the ground. That wakes him up. He keeps running. You cut to, they're going down a fire escape. Sherman's getting away, but then Hank falls asleep, falls off the railing, falls all the way straight down and lands on top of Sherman right at the bottom of the fire escape. Sherman manages to wrestle his way away, but Hank is now close behind him. They're running, they're running. Sherman gets on a subway. Hank runs in the subway too, but he gets on a different car. He sits down, 
He turns to a passenger, a random passenger beside him. He's like, set a timer for 10 minutes and wake me up. <laughs> we cut to the subway has stopped. The dude wakes him up. He's running. He finds Sherman. They're running, but he's losing him. Sherman crosses a street. Hank is running, but then he steps on the curb and immediately falls asleep. He falls in the middle of the road. Sherman looks behind him as he hears Hank fall to the ground, and he smirks. He smiles to himself. He's like, yes, I've gotten away. That stupid cop is falling asleep. But then, there's a Honda Fit. It's driving in the lane that Hank is passed out in. It, the, the driver's on his phone or something. He looks up, sees Hank's body in the street. He's like, oh no. He quickly swerves out of the way, and instead of hitting Hank, it swerves out of the way and hits Sherman, who's still standing in the road. We cut to... The interrogation room. Sherman is in a full body cast. Hank is looking across from him. He's like, all right, so you're going to have to answer some questions. I got a lot of questions for you. He's like, I'm not snitching. I'm not telling you anything. But then Hank falls asleep on the desk. Sherman's looking around. Uh, no one seems to be paying attention. So he's just stuck in this room, unable to move in this full body cast. He's like, hey, hey, can you wake up? I got I got an itch on my nose. I really really need to scratch it. He's trying to itch the he's trying to scratch the itch, but he can't move. Time lapse of the clock. Ten whole hours pass. At the end of the ten hours, he's sitting there like in tears. He's his nose is all itchy. He's like, just please wake up. He's like, fine, I'll tell you everything. Uh, it was me. He lists off all the crimes he did. There's a tape recorder. It's catching everything. He wakes up and he's like, what, what did I miss? And then it cut to the end. The film's called Dark. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> cut to the end. The film called Narc. Yeah, title slam. N-A-R-C. N-A-R-C. Whoosh. I think, I think it's fun. I think it, uh, it, ha it has some hot fuzz-ish qualities to it. I like a lot. Yeah. Fun. It's fun would have a huge budget. I'm not sure if we'd be ever be able to shoot that, but, you know. Hey, man, if anybody listening wants to donate several thousand dollars to us to make one of your favorite episodes, yeah, I would not say no. But I don't know how the taxes work on that, so... Exactly, let's yeah. Let's hold off. Let's see what... Let's see what kind of returns we get. I, yeah, let's factor <laughs> that in. Uh, you just reminded me. I, I have to do my taxes. I have it. Oh, yeah, this what year. a boring way to end this podcast. <laughs> You're not going to do my taxes. <laughs> yeah, I'm oh, about to man. do my taxes. You're about to not get murdered by a ghost. So Hopefully. Two. Jeez, yeah. man. <laughs> that entire time you were explaining the – like doing the rundown of the of the, the plot, uh -huh. I kept hearing noises and stuff. Like I, I'm not joking when I tell you I feel like there's someone outside of the door waiting on me to open the door. Oh, no. Okay. It's very terrifying. However, I'm, I'm the baddest man to ever live. I don't know if you all knew that. Wow. So okay. uh, I'm pretty sure I could take it in a fight. Sure. Okay. Well, I'll let you take us out and then you can make a break <laughs> for it. <laughs> And this has been NARC, written by Robert Farrell and Chase Bridges. Run, run, run. <laughs> 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 
Hey, thanks so much for listening, everyone. Just a quick update. Chase did survive the haunting, and there's not been another ghost sighting since, but we are on the lookout. Anyway, if you want to submit a story topic that goes into the bowl we draw from each week, you can email that to writtenbypodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's written by podcast at gmail.com. I'm Robert. Chase is the co-host. You can find me at Robert two underscores Isaac or Chase at Chase Bridges two underscores. Cover art is made by Taylor Logry. She's at Taylor Logry Design. And this song right here was produced by myself and Andrew Simmons or at Music by Drew, D-R-U. Also, if you aren't following the Instagram page, that's at written by pod on Instagram. You should check it out. Anyway, I got a dip. Uh, me and Chase this past week, we filmed our new short film. It's called Single with Fangs. We can't wait to show it to you, but we got a long editing process ahead of us. So I got to go do that. The post-production has begun, but we'll see you next week.